Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. There's been lots of talks, and of course we have uh, been quite concerned uh, following what's gone on in Johannesburg and other municipalities about the practicality of coalition governments. We know, or we certainly hope, that come the next election there will be a need for coalitions. I very much doubt that any any one political party will win the, uh, the, the control, which means the political parties are going to need to be able to work together. So far, what we've seen is not particularly positive, at least in my view. We wanted to get the view of Tibor Kasa. He's a political analyst. He's a trustee of Public Interest South Africa. He's a thought leader. Tabocho, a very good morning. Thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm good, thanks, and I trust that you're well. I am indeed. So let's just talk about this because the... It's, it's, it's like we know, hopefully, that this is going to be a reality for us come next year. That's the positive part, that there is the ability to change the future and the journey of South Africa. But uh, the concern, certainly, that I have is that nothing that we've seen to date, or in my view at least, um, fills me with the confidence that these parties are going to be able to work successfully in a coalition. Um, certainly, I do share the, your sentiments. Uh, however, before I proceed, I would like to uh, caution, though, that it is not a foregone conclusion that the ANC will be routed or will not attain the necessary majority to continue doing what they've been doing for the past 30 years almost. Right. Um, so we talk of a coalition should also be done and within the context, uh, within that context that it is not a foregone conclusion. The ANC, there may have been a myriad of reasons why it underperformed, especially in the last uh, local government election in 2021. Where in, it really was routed in most, in most metros or in, in many metros, uh, and some, some municipalities and just shared a lot of, uh, support. There are various reasons. And that being the case, it might very well be that 2024 might be a different picture altogether, where in with, be, with larger voter turnout, it might ensure that what happened in 2021 does not result, right, right. Uh, doesn't happen again. So that said, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't prepare uh, for, for the likelihood right. of the coalition, yes, which is it's a need to prepare ahead of time so that parties do not get to be made with that eventuality mm-hmm. when it realizes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after the elections in 2024. But, and it is also important that while they prepare, they try to avoid the kind of uh, instability that we see uh, uh, okay, in largely in most metros where the ANC had lost the majority, where no single party really had uh, the, the the requisite mm. uh, uh, vote, uh, you know uh, uh, numbers to ensure that they can they can lead those councils, and a lot of majority needs to to come into place. Something that I believe, unfortunately, we don't seem to see happen, especially in the in the in the, in the larger parties, right? So, oh, so in the smaller yeah. parties, right? What is the biggest challenge in parties working together, do you think? The biggest challenge is maturity. 
Mm. Um, and that level of maturity requires political sophistication of the like we haven't seen uh, in recent years. Um, maturity in the sense that uh, we need part, uh, political party leaders and parties themselves would accept that as, as coalition partners, neither of them have got the right to command the other in a manner that is not consistent with the support that they received at the ballot box. So in other words, they must measure their expectations, moderate their expectations and align them with what the voters had uh, presented. In other words, if you had obtained 10%, at the ballot, you shouldn't act like you, you had 90%. In mm. other words, you want mm. to sway things your way. Unfortunately, uh, so this, this. Yeah, unfortunately, it is a problem around the world because what happens is you have a kingmaker. It could be the smallest party who is needed to form a government, and they then have the ability, because they are the kingmaker, to demand um, maybe concessions way above their value in votes. Absolutely. And those kingmakers, I often call them democracy wreckers because they're not acting in, 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 uh, in, in consonant mm, with what mm. the expectations of the electoral acts or even the democracy demands. So in other words, they're putting their, well, their wishes or they're pulling around their weight, if I may call that weight, uh, a featherweight, um, uh, trying to, 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 to hold to ransom that which ought to be happening as per the voters' wishes. So, mm. yes, um, and, and it, it's all about greed, greed for power, greed for access to resources to dispense patronage. And that is the only motivation. It is not because they have the voters' interest at heart. And we've seen it happen even in parties where we've seen some councillors being coerced or pushed mm. to find ways mm. to organize uh, trips for, for, for their supporters to events. Um, you ask yourself, why are they going to get the money? It means they have to have access to some of the resources within the municipalities where they are councillors or the, where they may be leading uh, some departments of the sort. So it, it, it's, it's the incipient nature of such um, uh, uh, arrangement is, is that it, 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 it worsens the, 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 the corruption, in other words, um, because you... By asking more than what you ought to be getting or you, you got at the, at the pilot, it's, it is great and it is just corrupt, a, a practice that you're wanting to get, uh, to, to exert more power than you actually were afforded by the, by the voters. So it is, it is deleterious in the sense that for as long as it is encouraged, uh, it is not going to be a democracy uh, by the will of the people for the people, uh, whatever the, 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 the mantra goes, mm, mm. Uh, because you have people exerting, as you rightly put it, uh, powers outside uh, what they were given by the by the voters. We've seen already ATM walking out of the discussions uh, held by arranged by under the uh, by the deputy president the other day because they realized that you know the the end might be nigh, um, and they threw their toys. I would expect the same to, to happen with the likes of UDM, ACDP, maybe not so much, but mm. all the smaller parties, Al Jamar, and all those other parties. Uh, and and it's about time they reckon with the truth that they didn't get the 
nod from the ballot. Therefore, they shouldn't be dictated. Mm. Well, in fact, I mean, Johannesburg is living with the consequence of exactly that. We have a mayor with very, very few votes who doesn't represent the residents of the city and uh, and who isn't particularly well qualified. But here we have it because simply because the coalition parties couldn't really work together to uh, to come up with a workable solution. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you've got a mayor who, whose party garnered, I think, 0.2 yeah, or 0.4 yeah. of, of the vote, um, running the biggest metro in Africa by, 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 by commerce, uh, you know, if I may use that term. Mm. And you ask yourself, oh, does it really have any, hold any sway within the council or is it beholden to those that put him there? Uh, and which means those that there are some people behind the scenes who are pulling the strings who are de facto mayors. Uh, and it is not a desirable arrangement or a desirable situation. You find yourself in, in, in Jobek, for instance. Mm-hmm. I could quote many other, several other uh, metros. Um, but it, 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 can you imagine if you take that and put it at a, at a, at a national level? Yeah. Where we wouldn't mm. know who the president might be next week or the week after because mm. Mm. of the instability that such arrangements may pose. So if you were to have a coalition government, it would be uh, preferable or, or rather desirable to have parties that would understand and be mature enough to accept that they are there at the behest of the voters and, and act accordingly. And therefore, stability is important, especially at national level. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. whether such will obtain, um, it's it's a different part, uh, uh, different uh, question, question yeah. altogether. Yeah, and listen, yeah. Just, and I cannot yeah. I cannot imagine myself, for example, having a Julius Malam who's got ambitions, who doesn't hide openly his ambitions of being president one day. Mm, mm. Already he's creating instability in the ANC and saying, look, um, get rid of Sarah Ramaphosa and let uh, Paul take over, and I'll be his deputy. Yeah, sure. you, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and you can see somebody who with that type of uh, volatility uh, being involved in a coalition agreement at national level is just going to be problems. Uh, you know, we'll be making all manner of utterances on, on public platforms, both locally and, and internationally, uh, that will make us even cringe further than we currently are. Absolutely, we are going to leave it there. Fascinating conversation to Bokho Kass, who's a political analyst, trustee of a Public Interest South Africa thought leader.